Hey golfers, welcome back to the podcast. This is Chasing Your Best. If you're new here, welcome on board. This podcast is dedicated to the golf learning curve. If you're a return listener, I appreciate you. Let's hop into today's episode. I want to talk about things we can do to develop your distance and your speed. Speed kills, literally. And I mean that in a positive way, but it can also work in a negative way if speed is not your friend or you're not using the golf club functionally. Let me define that because these are your precursors for developing speed. Before speed really becomes important for you, you need to be able to put it somewhere near the middle of the club face and deliver the club on a functional swing path and have the club face pointed somewhere downrange that's semi-predictable. If you're not doing those things, those things are the priority. They're, they're, They're where you should be spending your time to develop your skills. And once you develop those skills, then you can really sink your teeth into speed development, speed recruitment, and helping you hit those kind of long, filthy bombs. Speed is really a hot button topic. I personally do like to talk about it, but I just want you to know that those precursor things are so, so important. You're not allowed to skip that step. Let me repeat that, you're not allowed. Don't do it, don't even think about it. Don't even look at speed until you have some of those precursors. Centerness of hit, functional swing path, mean the club's swinging you know, at your target or slightly from the inside, and then being able to point your club face in a semi-predictable fashion. So many people are afraid of speed, and I get it because they, most of them are afraid of what comes with speed, which is a wider dispersion pattern, bigger misses, and their, their mistakes are compounded. That's common. But I want you to know that speed is a tool and it's a wonderful tool. And we're seeing this trend among the best of the best where they're trying to recruit and develop more speed. I do like the speed trend. I like to see people working on their fitness. I like to see people trying to push the needle to develop some kind of competitive advantage. But just know that there's kind of good ways to filter speed and bad ways to filter speed. But with all this stuff, knowing all this, I wanna talk about how we can help you develop your speed to use it as more of a tool for you and an asset. Because if you simply hit the golf ball 20 yards further, you're hitting two less irons into the green and your percentage of hitting that green goes up considerably. Being able to hit a par five and two, that's an asset. Being able to hit a seven iron instead of a five iron, that's an asset. So let's talk about a few hot button points to help you develop your speed. First and foremost, tension. Tension is a speed killer. If you're stepping up to the golf ball and you have really tight hands, tight forearms, or just general tension throughout your body, you're going to limit the amount of speed you're gonna be able to produce. This is particularly difficult for adults because adults, as they get older, Control becomes the thing they like. Uh, You know it, I know it, I like control, you like control. It's good to be in control, but just know this, to develop speed and to play great golf, you actually have to give up control to gain control. That sounds so silly and backwards, but it's true. You have to really let go of the fact you cannot make the golf ball do what you want it to, and you can't just will it to go there. You have to you have to kind of put it into this autonomic type stage where you just step up and perform and rely on your practice to show up. So tension is a speed killer. What are some things you can do to produce less tension? Well, having a pre-shot routine, that's major. Adding a couple waggles. Don't 
set your club behind the golf ball until you're ready to hit. I see a ton of players that sit their club behind the golf ball, and the longer they sit there, the more tension they're going to build because it's just creating this anxiousness in the mind where it's like, oh, something is about to go bang. We're about to smash this golf ball. And the longer you sit and wait, the more tension you're going to build, the more tension you build, the more your results are going to falter, the less speed you're going to be able to produce. I heard this on old Jack Nicholas quote once, and don't take it verbatim, but he said something like, "When Jack, you've always seemed to have an extra gear, is what an interviewer said to him. Well, how, do you, how are you able to, to manufacture more distance when you seem to need it? And he said, well, I have a couple keys that I go to. But the most important is that if I want to hit it further, I really focus on relaxing my hands and my forearms. And that's always really stuck with me. This is not grip tension and pressure is not something that we've really been able to quantify with studies yet in golf. And I do think the future of that's coming. I would like to know more about when people are applying pressure to the grip and when they're not. But as a general rule of thumb, if you want to create the most potential speed, you have to be relaxed through the system, relaxed through the arms. Tension will build, speed will build on its own. Do not death grip that club because you're gonna crush your speed. Speed development's a thing. Let me blow your mind with something that can actually really help with your speed that you're just not gonna have come to this podcast and guessed it, unless you're in the minority. But most people totally shocked when they hear this. One quick tip, and I don't really throw out quick tips too often, but this is actually a quick tip that can help you develop some speed. Swing the club back faster. Have a faster backswing. Now, this is kind of going to be confusing for some of you. Like, oh, I've always told I wasn't supposed to swing the club fast and so on and so forth. Cut the garbage. Swing the club back faster. We still need to transition the club on the right swing path. And that's when you can see the, the, the theoretical pause that may look like it's happening at the top of the swing. But everything's in motion. The body's always in motion. We're just seeing a pause in the club because the body's changing directions. But having a faster backswing is actually one of the easiest and quickest tips to help a player develop more speed. If you want to hit the golf ball as far as possible, swing it back as far as possible. I don't really want to get into the weeds on the math of why this works, but speed back translates to speed through. And there's something about recruiting speed in your backswing that just, it's not uncommon to see three to five miles an hour of club head speed picked up right away from a player by just saying, hey, Swing that club back faster. All right, so you can't say anymore that I don't do quick tips because I just gave you one. Now, let's talk about another way to develop speed. And this is gonna kind of be like, eh, well, this is old fashioned. You might have to do a little bit of work. It's not a quick tip. I like that. I like that you gotta put work in. And I like that if you put work in the right places, you're going to get dividends paid to you. That's satisfying. That kind of work is what makes golf fun. If golf was easy, it wouldn't be fun. If you want to develop more speed, you're going to turn more. You're gonna turn more back. You are not going to limit hip rotation unless you have one of the most flexible torsos in the game. Most people lack the flexibility to create separation and nor should that be a thing they desire or pursue. When you watch long drive players, the best long drivers of the ball in the world, they generate massive amounts of turn. And I just wanna add a layer to this that you may or may not have understood is as they're turning, they're also 
bending. That spine is bending. And that's the only way that their head can stay still. Or you'll even, it'll even kind of look a little bit like a, a bit of a reverse pivot from time to time. But creating back extension as you turn can help you maximize your turn as well as utilize your spine to help you create more speed. When you come through, same deal. We want to accelerate the body. Remember, speed is generated from the inside out. And then when you finish, again, we're going to have back extension where we're going to stand up. All of our joints are going to stand up. All of the joints are extending as if we're about to leave the ground, but we're not actually going to leave the ground. But again, when you watch some of those long drive players hit the golf ball, they actually leave the ground to some degree because they're generating so much force through the ground and they're extending all those joints so rapidly. And then when you finish again, we're going to have some of that back extension. And that's going to really, that's not so much going to help with your speed, although it will help with how you turn and move, but it's really going to help you as well with your angle of attack and delivering the club on a positive path. Let's review those things. Here's a few things for you this week to help you develop more speed. Number one, tension. You're not allowed to have super tense hands and forearms. Tension will build on its own. Have a waggle, pre-shot routine. Don't set your club behind the ball until you're ready to hit. Number two, your quick tip of the year, have a fast backswing. Swing the club back faster. If you want to generate more speed, speed up your backswing. Number three, maximize your turn and use your spine to your advantage. As you turn back, just know that that spine needs to extend, that chest needs to open up. You should not limit your hip turn. You really want to maximize turn if you're really looking to maximize distance. There becomes a point of diminishing returns with body turn, but most people aren't flexible enough to reach that. So pursue turn, especially if you're older, if you're younger, and you want to measure it. Don't turn your shoulders really more than 115 or 120 degrees. That's going anything past that really becomes a point of diminishing returns. Allow your hips to turn as much as they need to to get that club as far back as it can. And then when you swing through, again, allow that chest to open up, extend all the joints, push up through the ground. And there's three things today that can help you with your speed. Just know that you have to deliver the club on a functional path. There are precursor steps for this, but speed is a tool and I want you to treat it that way. I appreciate you all for hanging out. Send me your ideas for upcoming podcasts. I'd really like to hear your opinions, what's important to you, what's burning in your mind and uh, tell a friend about it. That's so helpful. I appreciate y'all for hanging out. I will catch you back here same time, same place next week.